Voices to Hear. Hello everybody and welcome to Voices to Hear. I am Angie and today's episode will be about karate, youth work and how we can keep up a healthy lifestyle. For that, I have a guest with me. Hello Victor, thank you for joining me today. Hello Angie, it's nice to meet you. My pleasure to be here. Thank you. Can you maybe introduce yourself shortly to our listeners? Yes, my name is Viktor Krstevsky. I'm coming from Skopje, North Macedonia. I'm 26 years old, soon to be 27. And I'm training karate since 2004 and I'm youth worker since 2019. Perfect, thank you. Viktor, you're a member of the Macedonian national karate team and a Balkan Mediterranean and European medalist, if I'm right. Yes. When and how did you start with karate? It's not some fantastic story, my start of karate. Actually, it's pretty simple. When I was elementary school, third grade, my friends started doing karate, so I wanted to join. And we trained together for like six months, and after that he quit, and I continued to do in another club, and this is where I am still. But is karate popular in Macedonia in general? Yes, I would say it's one of the most popular sports in Macedonia and also one of the most successful because we are the only ones that have medals from European Championships, mm -hmm. World Championships, both in senior and junior categories. Quite impressive. Yes. So is there a difference between like other martial arts and karate or do they all have like something in common? They have something in common, all of them, yes, because they're origin is in East Asia, but the difference is mostly we are doing uh, our fights standing in mm -hmm. opposing the other sports, doing it on the ground or wrestling or something like this. But in general, more or less, it's martial arts and they all have some similarities in between themselves. Okay, so since yourself are quite successful in karate, do you still have like an idol or someone you're looking up to? Maybe not. I think everybody as a kid has an idol mm -hmm. and when they grow up they reach a level when they fight their idols. So nowadays I would say no, but in the past I had some idols that were really successful. But when I was like 20, 21 years old, I have fought many of them, mm -hmm. uh, both in different, like I have won some fights with them, I have lost some fights with them, but it was really nice experience because when you grow up you watch them on TV, on YouTube or whatever and you reach a level when you are on the same uh, field with them so it's really nice and I would say at the moment I don't have any idols anymore. Well that sounds quite interesting to fight like against your idols and maybe even win and would you say that karate like shaped your life in like some special way? Yes, I mean every sport shapes your life in a certain way Karate as martial arts, you need to have a lot of discipline mm -hmm. and this is what we are taught since youngest age. And I mean, not everyone is the same way as a kid. So some are more temperamental, some are more calm, but the sport teaches all of them to be disciplined, mm -hmm. to have some priorities in life and to value the things they have. And because it's martial arts, it also teaches you to be calm and to not respond reactively like to not be aggressive and to have mm -hmm. a lot of self-confidence self and because it's individual sport you are not dependent on other people you are in the background from your coaches from your family to get the support but in the field when you enter to fight you are on your own mm -hmm. and this is how you learn how to like do things in life mostly by yourself well, so karate sounds like an amazing sport. I mean, it teaches you discipline and makes you like more self... Um, 
confident and aware. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Um, would you say that everyone can do karate? Not on a professional level, but it's the same for any sport. I mean, not everybody is talented and not everybody is interested in mm -hmm. doing sports. Maybe in the past, a lot of people were interested in doing sports like maybe the older generation. I've never met a person in Macedonia that didn't try karate for at least one day. Really? A lot of people that are over 50 years old, they come to me and they say, I trained karate in my, in my youth mm -hmm. for like one month, one week or whatever. But in the past, it was really, really popular because of the American movies with Bruce Lee or Jackie oh, Chan. Yeah, yeah, but nowadays, Young people have a lot of opportunities, a lot of different sports, and yeah. they're not only interested in sports, but also in arts and other uh, music and other things. But I would say it's not for everyone on a professional level, but on an amateur level, everybody should try it because it's one of the most recommended sports to do when you are young because of the coordination of the mind and the body and using the full body for doing the exercises. Okay, well, so I know what I'm going to do after recording that podcast. You should try, yes. <laughs> um, and are you also like working as a karate trainer or are you also like helping the students yourself or are you just like training as a participant? Uh, yes, since two months ago I got my trainer certificate here in Macedonia. Oh, so it's quite new, yes. And I'm training the younger uh, fighters in my club, not the youngest that are four or five years old, mm -hmm. but younger than me who are more than like 10 years old who already fight and not, I'm not training them the basics, but mm -hmm. I'm training kids who know already how to do the basics and I'm uh, teaching them how to fight, the tactics, the mm -hmm. technique to do, what kind of uh, fight they should take to a certain moment and like the more experienced kids. What inspired you to say, oh, I want to like help them improve and I want to work as a trainer as well and not just as a like participant yourself? Because I was training with them a long time, for a long mm -hmm. time. And nowadays, because I have other things to do, I'm not that active in competing. Mm -hmm. I was like, my last competition was in March this year, the national championships. I was second place. Wow, and congratulations thank again. You. <laughs> And I have trained with these kids for a long time and I just want to improve their technique because mm -hmm. they have learned a lot of me, but not in a way that I was coaching them, but in a mm -hmm. way we were training together. And now I think I have the knowledge and the experience to uh, help them develop their own and maybe create some champions in the future and also win some European or world medals with them. Well, that sounds like a plan. Um, besides that, I heard that you're also working as a youth facilitator in your free time or just as a work. Um, maybe you can tell me something about that. It's not like a free time. It's my full-time job. Okay. I'm working as a project coordinator in the NGO Next Generation mm -hmm. here in Skopje. Uh, I worked there since 2019 and I have participated in more than 15 projects since now. Mm -hmm. uh, depends on the project. I'm working as coordinator mostly, but also facilitator. Uh, logistic support there is a situation two months uh, three months ago the chef cancelled like three days before the project oh, so we had God. to improvise with cooking the food for the participants so i can mostly do every aspect of the projects from cooking cleaning then to facilitating coordinating and everything else oh so there's a lot going on on those projects for the listeners who don't know a lot about erasmus maybe you can shortly explain what kind of projects they are uh shortly we work with Erasmus Plus Youth Exchanges mostly. Youth Exchange is a 
where 60 or less people meet in a certain country discussing mm -hmm. on a certain topic. And the most important thing is not the topic or the knowledge they will get about the topic. According to me, it's the intercultural experience they get. Because, okay. for example, we have five or six countries there from different regions of Europe. And they are all young people that they, most of them, they didn't experience uh, other countries and mm -hmm. other cultures. So they have the time for a week to discuss about their own country, about the other countries and learn about their traditions, games, and also learn about the topic of the project. I totally agree with you on that. I mean, I participated in a youth exchange myself and that made me come here to Macedonia. Yes. And like, I learned a lot from those projects. So if you haven't participated in one before, you definitely should. Yes, it's a big recommendation to totally, join for totally. everyone. Yes. And we're like not doing like any ads or something here, but maybe you can go and check out yeah, our we, Instagram we are, we are accounts. Doing, yes, we are doing. Yeah. Follow NGO Next Generation yeah, on exactly. Instagram and join our projects. Um, yeah, and of course, uh, Volunteer Center Skopje as yes. well. Um, okay, so you have done a lot of youth work in the past years, and how would you say has that impacted your everyday life? My everyday life is impacted, like, I have traveled before with the sport because our competitions have been always abroad, mostly. Mm -hmm. uh, let's say 80% were, percent were abroad, mm -hmm. but the traveling is also present here with the youth work, uh, not in always in a positive way because you don't always travel to enjoy and to have mm -hmm. fun and to uh, sightseeing, but it's also our job. Yeah, it's and a lot of work it, behind yes, it. Yes, it's a lot of work behind it. It's hard to organize a project to meet uh, the requirements of all the people there, like a lot of young people with different characters. Mm -hmm. But still, we always find some time to, to enjoy the traveling. And in everyday life, I mean, when I'm home, I don't think about traveling, but every month, at least 10 days, I'm somewhere abroad. So this okay, is so you have the difference from like a normal person job. Yeah, so you see quite a lot of the world. Where have yeah. you been so far? So far, I have visited mostly of Europe. I have never visited the Baltic countries mm -hmm. or some Central European countries, but around 25 countries I have visited. But outside of Europe, I have been on world championships in Malaysia 2011, Indonesia 2015, and I have been on competitions in Dubai also. Mm -hmm. And... Recently, I've been on a project in Martinique in the Caribbean islands, so it was pretty nice to visit there. Oh, wow, that's quite a lot. Um, if you're traveling that much, is it sometimes hard to have like a daily routine or some kind of schedule and to have like, I don't know, a plan in your life? Yes, it's quite hard to connect the youth work and sport because you cannot like train that much when you're abroad. Mm -hmm. And this is why I'm stopping, I'm stopping to compete now because it's not... Like, you cannot travel that much and be at the shape you want to be for a competition. Yeah, sure. And this is why I'm transferring to training kids now. Because in the club we have like four or five coaches. And even if I'm not here, they will take care of them. And when I'm here, I'll just help and assist them mm -hmm. and help them in other things. But in a daily lifestyle routine, I don't know, maybe... I'm used to it and I don't see how it would be without the traveling and everything, but... Yeah, it's, it's quite okay. Okay, so now that you're not going to be a professional athlete anymore, or that you're kind of like stopping your career, uh, how do you still like keep fit in your everyday life? When I'm home, I, again, I go to training every day. I train with the kids also, 
or I train before the training. Mm-hmm. So I take one hour, one hour and a half every day to to keep my shape. And because when you're an athlete and after you stop, it's usually people who get fat. <laughs> I I don't want to reach this level, so I keep uh, the fitness level like at the highest I can. So I would not see myself in the mirror in like two or three years and saying, oh, this shouldn't have reached this level. So I'm I'm trying to, to do my best and train every day. Understandable. And for that, the discipline you learned with karate is good yes. again. Do you have some tips on how you can actually like build some discipline? Tips on how to build discipline. Yes. It's the hardest thing a man can learn <laughs> because when we were kids, when I was like 10 years old and I started training, uh, we had some summer camps in Montenegro mm-hmm. and there we were waking up like an, at 6 a.m. to have a training. Then we had another training at 6 p.m. So just think of waking up at 6 a.m. and having the full day of activities and then a training again and then wanting wanting to stay late at night with the friends but you cannot because you woke up so early and <laughs> this is the thing that creates the discipline uh, not like on purpose but it's one of the things that you learn being in a group of people with good coaches and I mean everybody does not uh, succeed in this because a lot of people quit but if you are persistent in what you want to do and you want to achieve something and create like positive results it's really really good to have this discipline but it's not like learnable or teachable Mm -hmm. in an easy way so you have to work a lot of time for this okay so maybe i should sign myself up for a training camp in montenegro that's where i see myself right now okay so thank you very much to sum it up um please guys join a karate club and do some erasmus plus projects and your life will be amazing probably probably yes <laughs> <laughs> let's hope for it at least yeah um thank you very much for joining me today victor i thank think you, that's all and goodbye goodbye voices to hear